With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. everybody welcome to episode 54 of bruisers breakdowns and beards it is monday september 27th 2021 uh the kansas city chiefs have lost two games in the last time since we recorded this this podcast so hopefully this breaks that uh streak Mike, why the hell did you have to start us on such a downer I, right i just thought that was an interesting fact to throw out there like we recorded right before the ravens game and then they proceed to lose that, and then they lost to the Chargers yesterday. So it's like, I'm I'm like stamping it out right now, just getting it out of the way. Stamping no more out. losses. The the two losses. No more losses. Losing streak. No more losses. Well, we're playing Philly next week, so if we lose that game, I'm gonna be worried. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, one and three is tough to come back. They would have, but they could win their next thirteen. Forget one and three, losing to Philly. <laughs> oh, don't be like that. Philly's all right. Jesse, come on, Mark Wahlberg, Dude. man, come on. Mark Philly, Wahlberg's a Philly. Philly fan. has been better than no. He's a Patriots fan. Expected. Oh, but he was in. Uh, but he was in that one movie for the Philadelphia. Yeah, but he's also from like the Boston area and yeah, mass has smoked Tom Brady's pole. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. That's inappropriate. But, uh, <laughs> wow. I still have I have Tom Brady rage. So how can you, how can as you soon as like my, that? my brain was like making well, a connect hey, the dots and then he, Tom Brady. He lost. That. He lost yesterday too. Does that make you feel better? He did. That's that makes me feel a little bit better. God, the Rams are so scary. All of that's to say, I'm your host, Michael Reed. I'm Kevin. <laughs> and uh, I'm Dallas. Hey, everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a uh, su- subdued tone here in the the bruises breakdowns of beards house i would think that's uh how's how's everything going fellas i all things considered it's pretty awesome you know oh dude i just had a i just had a thought oh you said the bruisers breakdowns and beards house and i immediately thought of bear in the big blue house except it's us and like am i bear i mean i do no i'm bear (laughs) i'm bear One of uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Mike gets bear. He he's got the taller man. I'm welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm beta bear. Blue house. <laughs> I really hope people who are listening to this know what that is, or I don't know. I maybe I don't think so. You're probably to. the youngest portion of our demographic. I was gonna say. So. I was gonna say. I don't know how young most of our listeners might be, but I feel like I'm probably the youngest person who's gonna know what that is. <laughs> I have no clue, but yeah. If okay, you know well, what it is, holler at us, please. Yeah. Bear in the Big Blue House was on Disney Channel back yeah. in like the late was it late nineties, early two thousands, or just no? It's got it's, it was mid. It's got to be mid two thousands. 
Oh, it was definitely not late 2000s. So it was like mid, or, okay, early to mid 2000s. Hang on. Yeah, that sounds right. But if, uh, if we didn't have a, a device it, that we could type in, it was, uh, that's true. By the time know, my family got oh. cable, I was already too old to like enjoy Disney Channel, I guess. Or at least I was at, I was a teenager. So I was like, oh, Disney Channel's dumb. You it, know. Was, it was like a show with a bunch of puppets. Okay. Uh, okay. Dallas, you were right. The first episode was in October of 1997. Nice. Boom. So, uh, the last episode was in April of 2006. Ah. Ah. So, uh, see, I was already going wow. to punk rock shows. Like, okay. it would have been weird. Like, yeah, man, I saw no effects. Now I'm going to go home and watch High School Musical or whatever that was on Disney Channel. <laughs> or whatever. High school. That's before High School Musical. Even. The 90s rule. <laughs> That's exactly hey, how man, everyone I in the was, 90s sounded. You say that, but I was watching Blue's Clues when I was way outside the age range to be watching Blue's Clues. I didn't get so, into it until the memes. That's all so I knew. I, when when uh, everybody freaked out when they posted that video of, of Steve, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, back, the reason, yeah. I, it didn't do anything for me. Like, heartless like, bastard. I, I know. <laughs> and I was raised on Blue's Clues, so it's like, why I, I don't know if I'm just heartless or if uh, or if I'm just not overselling it like everybody else is, but I just it it didn't hit me as hard as it hit everybody else. I was like, oh, this is nice, but I mean, somebody wrote this for him and he's just reciting a script in front of a camera so that they can post it and get people to watch their network. Like, Look at this guy seeing was... beyond the veil here. I know I'm so <laughs> cynical for a young lad. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. Sometimes you know it's like wrestling. You just got to play into it. So it's just got you know. Yes, man. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna work. It's you gotta let it work. You sometimes, you know. <laughs> you just to know, just to know, you still have a feeling. Gotta be willing work your, to work yourself, work yourself into a shoot, brother. No, I'm not. <laughs> There's another restless. I'm gonna restart that. Uh, there's another <laughs> podcast around here that uh, loves to work themselves into shoots, but. I've already mentioned them more than they deserve, so yeah, drop that. Yeah, don't start, don't start getting us into heat with other other podcasts. Who the what are they? What are you, do, we can Mike? take the trio's title. I think we can take a trio's title. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, Dallas gives us a good edge. Mike, in that all three of ever. them together don't don't equal one of us. That's true, like, and we got like freebird like, rules in terms of like and like you know, like I'm pretty sure you could carry two of them with one arm each and just hoist them up there while Kevin and I give them heart attacks from off the top from opposite sides of the ring. And it'll be super cool. Uh, and then we'll all like I'll, in WWF, no mercy. Like that's all we could do is challenge him and get video games. I'm, that's see, that's, that's uh, the way I would solve feuds is with, with WWF, no mercy. We're or, taking it to fire pro. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't fight so, in real life. Come on guys. <laughs> uh, same, same. I've been in one actual fight in my real life, uh, and it was a dude that punched me from like uh, that got I got sucker punched basically uh, by a gang member, and uh, yeah, oh, I was, God, yeah, it was it was a rough night. A um, gang member. So we were we what were are you doing with gang affiliation, Kev. You know, hey, my neighborhood go on life. No, I mean it was funny because I was a huge nerd, so it made no sense, but. Uh, we were coming home. This is the most 90s thing. We were coming home from Blockbuster. A uh, friend and I, we were walking home because we were uh, returning something after like WWE Raw or something. Or back when it was WWF Raw. And my friend, like an idiot, 
uh, flagged down a car, which he thought was his brother's. <laughs> and it wasn't. It was just a car full of dudes. And so they wanted to start some shit. And so I tried talking to the passenger. And I'm like, yo, you know, I'm like 15, 16 years old. And I'm like, yo, we, we're not anything. Sorry, we got mistaken. The guy's like, I'm not in this. And I'm like, all right. And I turn around, start walking away. And then I hear in the back of my head, now I'm in this. And I turn around and there's a fist right in my eye. <laughs> and I immediately went down. Because I thought, like, I thought people were going to, I thought the car was going to empty and they were just going to start jumping. And Uh meanwhile, the driver, the driver, like, walked off and, like, went after my friend. He got him with, like, he punched him once, too, or something like that. Like I said, we were fucking kids. We didn't, we didn't know. What the hell? Yeah, and then we had to fill out, like, a police report. Thankfully, they only hit us that once and then they took off. But we, uh, we had to fill out a police report and, like. Yeah, I went to school the next day looking like Mike Tyson beat the shit out of me. I had this big old shiner and everyone's like, oh, no. Yeah. And this is like, I, I don't know if this was freshman or sophomore year. So it was already an awkward time enough to be at school. Oh, yeah. And so I'm getting everyone staring me down and be like, what happened to you? I'm like, see the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, there was no other guy. <laughs> Dude, I got, a, I got in a handful of fights during my during my youth. But yeah. uh, never like never like bad ones. They were just, they were more like scuffles, mm. you know. And uh, like I would get to the point where it was like I was about to cross the point of no return, and then I would be like, "Ah, better not." Yeah. And uh, that would be the end of it. <laughs> but but like I did get in trouble for almost every one of those fights. <laughs> were you the agitator? Were you the starter or the finisher? Uh. Most of the time, I was the finisher, but okay. uh, if I was the starter, it was with very just reasons. Yeah. Um, like, uh, I think the first one was the day that my dad was getting the tumor removed from his spinal cord. Oh. I was like 13, and uh, I don't know how this kid found out, but like, he came up to me before class started. I can't remember which class. He said something about like how nobody would have cared if my dad never made it out of the operating room. Fuck. I put his ass down. <laughs> and Justified. He, like, he uh he got I like was I he I basically like shoved him like wait and I tripped him at the same time. Like I I gave him like the mush, you know. Yeah. Like, I mushed yeah. his face at like downward as I tripped his legs. So he just went like you know, straight into onto the floor. And I just kind of like stopped and I was like, oh, shit. I was like, what did I just do? Guy gets up and he shoves me and I was, you know, we're yelling. And then he tries to like fucking low blow me with his knee. And I was like, oh, hell no. And I fucking grabbed him and did it back to him. And then I just like paintbrushed the shit out of him. And uh, before I could do anything else, like, I don't know, a couple students like uh, pulled us apart or whatever. That's and cool. I stopped. I, I like chilled out and I, I immediately knew I was in so much trouble. Yeah. That, like, you know, the teacher like separated us and I was sitting out in the hall and I just started crying because I knew my mom was going to be so mad. Yeah. What was crazy, though, was like 10 minutes later, as I was waiting for the teacher to come out of the classroom to send me to the office, she opens the door and instead of sending me to the office, she says, by the way, um, your mom just called. Your dad made it out of surgery. Okay, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like right after I beat this dude's ass for saying yeah. some shit. That's the positive vibes you just send to the world, right? <laughs> right? Exactly. Oh, I man. guess, man. But uh, yeah, he didn't. Uh, I don't think he ever spoke to me again. 
after, good like at all yeah it's fucking that's lesson. probably a good call yeah exactly <laughs> probably yeah play stupid games win stupid prizes that's, indeed you know, four so um you know i i did want to take a quick second we won't we won't delve on it too long um Two weeks ago, the the week that we interviewed Perry Von Vicious was actually kind of our one year anniversary, uh, and then last week was a little bit different with us having to recap uh, Journey Pro and stuff. So uh, I think I just wanted to take a quick second to uh, a thank everybody that's still listening to us after a year of this. Absolutely, so yeah. We 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 Woo-hoo. love and appreciate you. Uh, so that's fantastic. And and I don't I don't know if we have like a. I don't know. I guess I would I would just ask you guys like what's your when I say we've been doing this show for a year like what pops into your head or what's your I don't we don't really don't have a favorite bit or anything that we do. I know. I don't think, but yeah, we don't have a tagline yet. That's <laughs> that's my coat. Or you know. <laughs> I don't know. They always, every, every everyone has their slogan. The, well, Kevin has one shit. now. That's yeah, it. That's we're, that's it. We're gonna have to find a way to work that into every episode. I'm just have to wear oh, a yeah. coat everywhere I go now, just to live the gimmick. <laughs> yeah, hey, I Kevin, know. Like, we don't do. That? We don't have bits. We don't. We don't. Uh, we don't have like segments or anything. Oh, excuse me, but um, I don't know, man. Like, I think um, I don't know. Like, uh, in terms of uh, looking looking back in hindsight, you know. I, uh, my mom loves, Mama Cade loves to watch the pods, um, mm-hmm. after they get put up on YouTube. So, like, one of the first things that's there when you go to look for it is like the first ones that we did when my room was like, you know, entirely differently situated. And I was like sitting across from the door and I was in mm-hmm. like my fucking, I was wearing the spiked shades and shit. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Like it looks like such a goof, and uh, I, you know, I I was down for that. I was down for you, kind of. Oh no, I know. I, know. I was. I mean, I I don't know. I think COVID happened, and I was just like, you know what? I don't think it I did take the wind all, out of your sails. I don't need bit. to be all gimmicked up for the fucking pot anymore. Everybody kind yeah. of knows the deal, you know. Like I like, yeah, I'm like that, but I'm not like that, like that, you right? Know? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, but uh, yeah, and then obviously I got a much better. Uh, little look in my little frame now. I get, I got like, you know, I've got my light now and my Your beta fish and I got a, yeah, I got my fish. Well, actually, those are uh, I think those are called mollies. I don't know. But Whoa, popping mollies in the fish tank. I, well, yeah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's how I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they look like beta fish from here. I don't know. I, I can't oh, no. tell. If, if, it's just uh, the the if, the angle. If, if there was a beta fish like side by side, you'd definitely tell the difference mm. because beta like beta fish are way bigger than that. I think mm. like right here they look funny because the weird like that's the angle. Like, this, yeah, this is the corner, so like the glass refracts the image mm. a little bit. You know, I don't know how that works, but <laughs> science. But the but I was yeah, gonna say yeah, it's my, my worst my, subject. So I, I can't, got my I fish. I got my my nerd shelf of stuff that I've read like once. <laughs> um, and yeah, we're just rocking and rolling, man. And I got my my buds, my boys, and uh, it's been a it's been a good year. Yeah, yeah, it's it been, been fun. Good. Well, it's been a good aspect of my year. It has not been a good year. I'm not. I'm like I'm just gonna correct <laughs> myself right there. I think the last 365 days have been objectively shitty, but. Uh, 
but uh, no, it's in terms of uh, 54 days of the last year have been very good. Very ah, good. there you go. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I've, I've said it before. I, I think our interviews tend to be our best episodes, just because they're just conversational. We just let them ride. So, like, you know, I think we've done um, some. You're really cool interviews. I, I I need to find a way to make those a lot easier to access after the fact. Um, you know, that's something we'll have to work on as we get our, you know, better production values and better like website and stuff set up. Oh yeah. We still um, got a shit ton of growing to do guys. Yeah. This last so, year was big. Huh, just you wait until the next year. <laughs> so, but I, I think, you know, our, I've, I've still love that Jackson stone interview that we did. Mm-hmm. early on um you know i think the lady frost interview was pretty cool yeah i think she, you know i all the anytime i reach like, we even said this during the perry von vicious interview like anytime i reach out to somebody that we've never really interacted with at a journey pro show uh or a local you know wrestling show like i'm always there's always a hesitancy there uh, but i think those have all turned out pretty well um and then i mean the, the fact that we got to interview Suge and uh, Alan Angels mm-hmm. most recently a weekend in Germany same day yeah uh, <laughs> I think was was really cool like if 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 you'd have told That's me from episode one highlight to me yeah, yeah. The, if we the, the stuff we've been doing at the shows has been yeah. some of my favorite stuff and we're mm-hmm. still that's really new to us so I mean we're still trying to get our our you know kind of our our feet wet with that um, we'll get a lot better but like that's yeah that's still I mean, if if the interviews are spontaneous, the interviews on site are like extra spontaneous. Like Anaya walking up on us is still oh, still a trip awesome. to me. It was mm-hmm. so great. So um, yeah, I think it's it's just it's cool that we've been doing this a year, and and hopefully we've still got many more years ahead of us for Kevin and I. This is now almost five years doing yeah. podcasts together. So that's pretty wild. Pretty awesome, man. It's good times. Yeah, so I guess. It's been- Adding Dallas to it has been huge. Uh, like I said, I think it breathed new life into us. Because, I mean, we're two dudes. We have fun talking about wrestling. You know, once again, we started talking about WWE. Then we were depressed. And then we started covering indie wrestling. Now we're happy again. And uh, having Dallas is, like, not only the wrestling point of view, but the younger point of view. Uh, it's it's cool to see that. And, yeah, man, it's been a blast. Don't forget Heidi Howlitzer. I mean, like, we've had her on a couple of times at this point. Yeah. Friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show. Friend and then... <laughs> And that's the other thing, like, yeah, it's like, like honorary title. Heidi's getting, I mean, she's, you know, she's basically a friend, official friend of the show. Yeah. Um, no, you know, like, that's the, you know, that's the thing I, I, I try really hard with those interviews is just reassure them. It's like, we just want you to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my thought. Like, I'm not, I would rather make a, I know it's, it's a dumb thing to say, but like, I would rather like make a friend out of one of our guests than somebody who thinks I'm trying to ride their coattails or, or things like that. Cause I, I have yeah. heard of wrestlers, you know, wrestlers get pestered for podcast requests all the damn time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you've got, you know, uh, you know, podcast trying to like chase cloud or gain followers and stuff. And for me, it's, I just want to, I just want to have weird conversations like, and some of them have turned out, you know, pretty well. So right. I think we just like, want to hang out. Yeah, we just want to, yeah, we just mm-hmm. want to talk. Yeah, yeah, we just want to so, talk wrestling, video games and music. Let's do it. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, so I'm I I think uh, yeah. one year down, many more to go. Mm-hmm. Happy anniversary, fellas! Uh, take that, Guy Fieri. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many years has your podcast been around? <laughs> I would say that's a cause that Kevin can get behind. Um, so, with that, uh, you know, I think we'll we'll finally get into some some wrestling talk. I think the besides extreme rules happening last night, which I don't really want to talk about. Um, I mean, AEW had a pretty impressive week last week with uh, what they called their grand slam, basically back to, or, you know, the New York events for, for dynamite and rampage. Four hours of high octane live professional wrestling. Why aren't you working for AEW hyping up their shows, Dallas? Jesus. I don't, well, I don't think that was, you you sold me on a show that happened last week. <laughs> I'm I'm ready to go watch it again. Oh hell yeah, dude, bro! I <laughs> there was somebody at the uh, reception who like I don't know how drunk they were, but they uh, <laughs> were trying to talk to me about like wrestling and like you know asking me questions and shit. And they I don't they started getting into this tangent about how like you know I wasn't doing a good enough job selling myself to them or whatever the fuck because they work in professional marketing or some shit. And I was like. I'm not here to sell you on me. I'm not here to work. Yeah. This is a fucking wedding. Like, what do you, you know, but, uh, yeah, I would assume that, uh, my, my lack of employment from all of the wrestling would have to do with the fact that they don't know I exist. So I hope that answers your question. Mike. They, <laughs> they don't know you exist yet. Yes. Yet. Keywords. Well, you know, they are coming to town. So I was gonna you know, speaking of, do do we want to give out that informa- information now or do we want to wait? wait? I mean it's already it's already claimed. I mean we can put it out there. It's not I mean I don't think uh, yeah, I guess I get yeah. It's not super secret. It's I just didn't know how how ironed out our details are. So yeah, that was but before we get into that, we'll we'll talk about that. In fact, I think it was the day of Dynamite, AEW announced their their next uh round of shows including uh, another stop here in Kansas City. Uh, they'll be here November 3rd. I think it's at the Cable Dama Arena. Yes, which is uh, formerly the Silverstein Ice Center. So it's the same it's the same, same place it was last time. Right. Um, Damn, they're going to fill yeah. that shit out. Easily. So oh, it was it was awesome. You know, we, we got into our group chat here and we were talking about it. And and uh, Walter and DJ from Journey Pro were talking about. And uh, we were sitting there trying to coordinate how we're going to get tickets together and kevin here had the the amazing idea of like why don't we just get a suite um and sure enough he kind of gathered up the information and and we are gonna have our own suite at uh aw dynamite yeah so b wrestling suite (laughs) yeah that sounds like a party call it the two suite yeah damn it i knew that was coming i didn't i didn't want to be the one to say it no, 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 no. But yeah, it it was it was a like because we had in our group at the time. I think we had about eight or ten people that were pretty dedicated on going. So you know, we all wanted to sit near each other, and it's like at that point, it's going to be really tough because I think there's a ticket limit if one person's trying to purchase all of these. So right. I was like, I looked into the suites, and they're like, oh, call us for fees or whatever. And I'm like, if it's you know see what it's worth, you know, see what's worth and everything like that. And we ended up getting a pretty decent deal on it for, you know, if we brought up to 10 people. So, and at that point it would have been with the ticket master fees, because those things always get you. I would say if we would have bought the mid tier tickets, 
And with Ticketmaster fees, we probably would have paid about the same or even a little bit less for the suite than we would have those mid-tier tickets. Just say that. So if you have a group of people, I would say inquire about stuff like that um, because it'll be cool. We're going to have a little, you know, we're going to have our little area to hang out in. Um, We've got a little separated spot, which is nice during COVID. And it's supposed to be a great view for the ring. So I'm, I'm really excited about it. Who knows? Maybe instead of being in the suite, I'll be in that ring. Yeah, we'll, we'll never know. We'll get one of the regal tween, the regal segments where you're like holding a camera. You're like playing <laughs> fake paparazzi. A photo op. Yeah, while they're doing like the weigh-ins. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be you. Uh, so uh, it'll a- be. Oh god! I was gonna say AEW is gonna be awesome in in Kansas City. If you haven't gotten your yeah. tickets yet. Uh, if they're still available, grab them because there's Don't not worry. a bad seat in that place. Uh, no matter where you're sitting, even the twenty nine dollar seats. I mean, they that place is that place is small enough to make everything look good. And man, the last time we saw AEW there, it was an absolute blast. So if you're in yeah, the Kansas yeah. City area or you want to come in for it, yeah, man, go. And they were not. <laughs> it was it was a really good time, and it was not near the quality of show it is now. Not saying it was bad, yeah. but that's like a testament to how much they've grown into their own in the last year mm-hmm. since then. Um, well, not not, not even, well, a little bit less than a year, right? No, it was over. It was February it's 2020. It was February. 2020. It was February. That's right. Yeah. So, okay. That was the last wrestling event we saw. Wow. We all saw before pandemic. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Is that long ago? <laughs> So it's uh yeah I'm excited and uh, it's gonna be really cool. It'll be a different experience having the uh, the the suite open and and the having the lifestyle. That's right. Yeah, they sent us a menu. We got to get back to them on the menu a week before the event, so we can order a bunch <laughs> of food, have it ready for us. What? Yeah, bottomless right. popcorn, man. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so so yeah, I, I know I know several like of our listeners have already gotten. Uh, uh have announced that they've gotten tickets so i'm sure we'll see a few of y'all there yeah uh yeah it's, it's gonna be awesome it's gonna get be another journey pro chant going yeah right, right? <laughs> we did it last time just do it again we'll have to do it like while bryce is out there refing a match yeah bryce will get it <laughs> oh oh that'd be awesome dude be cool. oh my god i remember uh i was watching all out with walter and uh remsburg was refing the the CM Punk Darby Allen match. Mm-hmm. And he looked over at me and he said, Hey, you think I should text Bryce Remsburg and ask him what he's doing? <laughs> <laughs> ask him how his night's going. If he's up to anything important right now, that'd be hilarious if they had their cell phones on them. <laughs> you just see like a ref <laughs> checking their phone. Can you imagine, like somebody's in a submission. Bryce is like paying attention. Then he just stops, reaches into his pocket and pulls out his phone. He's missing a tap out or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Taking a selfie with the uh, tap out. Oh, worst ref ever. Oh man. That's a, that's some Nick Patrick shit right there. Right. I was literally about to say like, that's a very 21st century, like Nick Patrick move. So, uh, yeah, I, I man, I don't know. It is, it's going to be the week before, um, uh, full gear, but oh, wow. there's going to the go home before no it's not the go oh, home. it's the one before before it's, the go home. it's the week before yeah and then all the stuff will be happening in minnesota oh, still, for, that's a pretty that's pretty year. close though so, yeah it's the lead up yeah, yeah yeah most of it'll be so, built by then so mm-hmm. that'll be fun i'm i'm curious to figure out what aew does now at their tapings because it's so weird when do they do dark and 
That's true, because um, now they have like a set location for most Yeah, of but but I think they're still doing dark recordings before Dynamite. Maybe like a match so. or two. Yeah. Yeah. But then I believe they do the hour rampage afterwards too now. Oh, they do? I think because Rampage has been pre-taped, I think. I mean, at least uh, the Grand Slam was. And some of those events, I think they're pre-taped. Yeah. So that's that's why I'm curious to see what, what we're going to get. Um, well, and it's cool. crazy. I mean, we, we have a whole bunch of new wrestlers that weren't there yeah. the last time we went and saw AEW. So. I mean, yeah. look at that. Adam Cole, Brian Danielson, CM Punk. I mean, 2.0. I mean, maybe Alec, yeah, like it just like. Daniel yeah, Garcia might still be with. We finally might get to see Daniel Garcia in Kansas City one way or another. <laughs> um, you know, like, yeah, it's going to be, I mean, their roster. I mean, once again, Mike always says this. He was always worried about the roster. There's no worries anymore, except for the women's roster. They still need to fill that out. But the the men's roster, I think, is pretty well taken care of at the moment. I think, I think they're uh, like, and I've been of this because obviously, you know, for like a year now, if not longer, people have been mentioning the women's roster, kind of getting some more depth in there. And I think that while some some people on that roster aren't getting quite the credit they should, I think they're uh, the 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 method in which they are filling out that roster, which is kind of like the slow burn, kind of like the you know going uh, for the gradual incline rather than just trying to like spike it real quick and then have everybody freak out about it and then realize it's all still the same. Um, but you know, the addition of Ruby Soho, obviously mm-hmm. Britt Baker being one of the most over acts in all of women's wrestling right now. Um, the, you know, Thunder Rosa um, and a lot of the other women that they have that are starting to get comfortable and familiar and come into their own um I think they're they're gonna as 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 well as any other additions they could make in the near future, you know, which mm-hmm. are out there. There's plenty of big ones out there. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I think their women's division look is going to be looking uh, very promising. Uh, if you were to ask my prediction, my my yeah, and man I, forecast. And I think some of the folks that have been there are. Um, you know, you can, I mean, obviously Britt Baker is the biz, biggest example, but you've seen a lot of growth and development for, for their, for their homegrown talent, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they're building up Jade Cargill to be something huge. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Future women's champion, man. I'm telling you. So it's a, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, and after, after yeah, what man. we saw last week at grand slam, which is, some of the biggest crowds that the AEW's performed in front of yet. I mean, that Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson match was just, whew. it's a, uh, and there's so much of Brian Danielson's history that I'm not familiar with because oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, so boy. like knowing it's that he and Kenny YouTube, have, have, and it is have wrestled of before. Charge. Yeah. The American dragon. Oh, it's good stuff. There's so much good stuff. Out I know. I, I, in fact, I think cattle mutilation was trending at one point on <laughs> Twitter during that match. Um, so yeah, it's it's just that match was. It's it's crazy when AEW hypes something up and then something like lives up to the billing mm-hmm. or exceeds it because we're you're so used to it being the opposite direction from the other promotion, um, and it's not to discredit AEW. It's just. It's really cool that they can deliver really cool moments uh, like that. 
And uh, it was amazing to hear people complaining about that being on, like, just standard TV rather than a pay-per-view. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a bull move, Cotton. But, uh, like, and I saw somebody making, because you see on social media all the time, for some reason, there has to be a huge fucking argument about one or the other, right? Uh, uh, oh, you're a fucking AEW mark or you're a WWE, you know, you know fucking fanboy or whatever the fuck, like because you're not allowed to like both you're not you're not allowed to enjoy certain things about one or the other whatever that's not of course you have to you have to pick one or the other and if you pick the one that i'm not on you're a fucking loser um but i saw people arguing over that exact thing where uh some people were saying things along the lines of like they were thankful that aew could deliver a pay-per-view worthy match on their weekly television show and then on the other end somebody was like um, you know, WWE can't do that. Uh, how come on Raw, Bobby Lashley was wrestling Roman Reigns and Big E, and the, both the world champs were on the main event and whatever? That's a main event. That's a pay per view caliber match and all this shit. Like, like you know, it's it. Yeah, like, you know, in terms of star power, both you you can put whoever you want on the card. For whatever show you want, weekly TV, free television, pay-per-view, or what. It's, like, that's not what makes it a pay-per-view worthy match. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, what makes it a pay-per-view worthy match is if you get people, your audience, so invested in it that they're willing to pay extra to watch that mm-hmm. match. And with as little built, like, don't get me wrong, they built that match. Mm-hmm. Uh but, like, they didn't build it for a long period of time. It was, like, a few mm-hmm. weeks, right? A few weeks right. build. Even with that few weeks, I guarantee you people would have bought, like, a $60 pay-per-view if that match was on that pay-per-view. Easily. Oh, yeah, easily. Not, and not to mention... It wasn't the main event because it wasn't, it wasn't even for the title. You know what I mean? No. But like, and I was going to say, yeah, it wasn't for the title and for that to finish. how AEW has gone about putting their uh, cards and their talent and their storylines together. It's a, not a shot at WWE. It's not a discredit to them, but you got to give credit where it's due. AEW did a really good job with it, and they didn't come out of it looking foolish on the other side Mm-mm. for having put that match on free TV. Because I guarantee you, what they wanted out of getting out of putting that match on free TV, they got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially with the finish, the with oh, with yeah. it being a, a time limit draw, they could run it back. Um, and they can run it back multiple times. I'm actually so. really glad that they finally had a time limit draw. Mm-hmm. With how with how much they have like emphasized that most of their matches have time limits. Well, I was it, like, well, it, I was like, how many of these have ended in a time limit? Like, <laughs> and then that I, th- one I think did, one or two, like, but they've the best they, one to do. yeah, they've certainly they've earned it. Whereas you oh, yeah. see, you know, they don't overuse it. They don't mm-hmm. overuse it, and yeah, and they they don't use it in an opportune time either. I mean, WWE ended a a pay per view or a major event with a shoddy finish yesterday, and like and that's drove not people the first nuts. Time they've done it, mm-hmm. and it's not the first time they've done it. It's, it's, it won't be the last. It's a quarterly no. thing with them. I swear, every probably three to four yeah. pay per views, they have some sort of. I immediately just ending. remembered Hell in a Cell, like Braun versus Roman, and it ended with Brock doing a run in during a yeah. hell in a cell match and nobody pinned anybody so it was yeah. like 
Yeah. So I mean, it's yeah. It, it and it's oh, yeah, they are guilty. I know we we come off like sounding kind of anti WWE, and that's not the case. I want WWE to be good. It's just it's been bad for so long, or I perceive it to have been bad for so long. It has its good moments, and there it are hasn't things been to be enjoyable for you. But yeah, it's not been enjoyable for me at all. Whereas AEW has been. I want WWE to be enjoyable. I want to be able to uh, watch their wrestling a lot more than I get to right now. But things like you know when you have a pay per view called Extreme Rules and none of the matches have special rules to them. I, I mean, when they first the started having that pay per view, it was the exact opposite. Like every match was Extreme Rules. So it's like I, you know, there's a balance Those there. Those pay-per-views were awesome, right? Like oh, like oh nine was the first Extreme Rules or 08, something yeah. like that. Like, oh, dude, those ones were good. Yeah. But yeah, like I'm in, I'm in, I think I'm in the same boat as a, as like a fan, as somebody who watches wrestling. Um, there's still stuff that I enjoy about WWE's product, um, but I have to like consume it in smaller, more sporadic bite-sized pieces rather than actually taking the time to sit down and watch the entire show like I will for, um, you know, dynamite or rampage most of the time. Right. So it was, um, and to start off dynamite with that match too, was, was, which we've, we've said before, AEW likes to start off with bangers. Hell, mm-hmm. the last time they were in Kansas city was, uh, that iron man match between Kenny and pack, uh, pack another 30 minute match. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. Involving Kenny. Yeah. So that kid can go. He's going to be good one day. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be a star. I'm trying to think what other matches. And, you know, there's MJF and Brian Pillman Jr. uh, was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, It's good to see Brian Pillman Jr. getting some time. I mean, granted, the uh, the Varsity Blondes have kind of been a really popular tag team, but it's also cool to see him getting some solo time. Mm Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with MJF now that he's finally done with Jericho. So, I mean, he's one of the best heels they have. They can put him anywhere. Uh, don't they you have know. him? Him and no Miro's taking on Sammy Guevara. I don't know. That was that was going to be one. Probably somebody else in the inner circle would be my my guess. You think? So. You think they're going to keep the inner circle thing going? I don't know. Man. What else are they going to do with him right now? I mean, granted, you would think they would split them up, but I don't know. They, they seem to be using them in. Uh, individual angles like none of them they don't they don't show them hanging out on camera together very often anymore the only one that references the inner circle is like Jericho and it's kind of the same thing with the Jericho and Hager Mm -hmm. hanging out it's it's the same thing with the pinnacle the pinnacle are all doing their own separate things most of the time and we don't see any segments of them hanging out together we don't hear them reference the pinnacle too often on tv anymore whereas back when they were doing like the war between factions that was all you would hear on the shows, right. you know, was so much about that. So, well, I don't know. Is, that, I think factions are something that they're still trying to figure out. Yeah, because I was going to say the Dark Order kind of. They're going through like a of, civil war. They're feuding with themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, I'm like, okay, cool. You got Dark Order Wolfpack. Dark Order Black and know, White. Dark Order not, that it's re- not that it's required viewing, but like I've been watching. Um, being the elite a lot more since kind of CM Punk's return Mm -hmm. and they, they flesh out some stuff a little bit on there. That's the thing. Um, That's one of the things that I wish they would change about their model though. Like I get that they're, um, you know, they're, they're giving you like more of a reward for 
being more of a like fan i guess and watching more and more and more of their content but like i don't i just i feel like if you put some of those details or some of that storytelling on the show that you know most of the audience watches Mm -hmm. then you get more of the investment from them for that rather than just this small handful of people but I don't know. It doesn't seem to be hurting them too bad. Yeah, I was going to say, see, I, I like Dynamite's format of, like, just match after match after match with, with an occasional... Oh, no, I love that. Back, you know, kind of like a pre-recorded backstage vignette mm-hmm. um, thing, more so than what WWE does, which are, like, these, like, five- and ten-minute backstage bits in well, between. yeah, but I think, like, my for me, I had no idea that the Dark Order was doing a Civil War. Like... Because most of that angle has been strictly on, like, their YouTube stuff or Dark and Elevation, right? Um, yeah. Because yeah. I think the first yeah. – I think when I found out about it was, like, uh, during the All Out pay-per-view when um, Anna J made her comeback and they referenced it on commentary. And I was like, what? And then – like the next week on dynamite they were in a quick segment or something and they were arguing and i was like when did they start doing this yeah like i hadn't seen any of that and it was like already in motion so it, it, it was it was kind of right after we interviewed alan angels i know i thought about that i was like oh did we did mark a rebellion <laughs> or did he just bullshit was, us and he's been angry this whole time i would say he he got out and got a little bit of uh you know experienced a little bit of freedom outside of the dark order and now he's, now he's once more more mm-hmm. yeah, exactly <laughs> it's not good enough evil luno can't hold him back forever <laughs> yeah he's like leading the anti he's like leading the split yeah it's like the civil war yeah. it's like yeah alan angels on yeah. one side and evil luno on the other yeah weird interesting yeah mm. it's good stuff i think not between the being the elite and Sammy Guevara's blog also is it's great watching those two together and putting those pieces together as well. Cause they have like, you know, they've got a few dark order things on there, but you know, you get to see a little bit of everyone else though. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll just take your guys' word for it. Cause I can't, yeah. I can't take that much of my time outside of wrestling to consume more wrestling. I need, I need my other aspects <laughs> yeah. of my life. I, you know, it makes I sense. Watch- yeah. <laughs> Being the elite's easy to put on in between calls at work, mm-hmm. so it's uh, that's that's the I reason I've you. started getting back yeah. into it. Is it's it's really easy for me to run, yeah, and pause and you know if I if I do get a call or something. So yeah, like like don't get me wrong, I'm not one of these dudes that's like in the business but says shit like oh I don't watch wrestling. <laughs> that's just <laughs> dumb. Yeah. But uh, but like I don't, I don't know. I don't watch as much of it as I think people might expect. Like I still study, you know. I still try to um catch things that most fans probably aren't looking for and try to take from that or learn from it and kind of see how i can apply it to myself and stuff that i do and whatever um but yeah i'm not like spending hours a day you know watching certain you know uh, like whatever because that's i don't know i kind of just when it comes to wrestling and film study that's not really how i learn but you know, it's different for everybody because I do know there are people that just like all they do with their free time is watch all kinds of different wrestling, uh, like from different time periods and different countries and all that kind of stuff. 
um, which is good, you know, like that's awesome. Um, but I just, I don't know. I kind of take mine in more of like a sample size kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause okay. I gotta, I gotta do other shit with my life. <laughs> I have to. Cause I, I, I like, I tried, I tried being all wrestling all the time and it did not work out for me. So <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, hey, up. healthy balance is good. Yes. It's, that's, that's the way to do it. You don't have to be obsessed nope. with it. It's okay. Totally. So, um, I don't know. Was there anything else that jumped out from, from the Wednesday show? Um, it was weird. I think seeing Malachi Black and Cody Rhodes take each other on, and Cody got booed pretty hard. That <laughs> yeah. was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he was John supposed Cena to. Shaman. Yeah, he I, was. Oh, hell no. He's going for – I think – I really see, hope that they – I really hope that they call an audible here. Like, I, See, I think they're do, he's this? doing the Homelander thing. I think he yeah. knows what he's doing. Like he, I, I he think thinks he he's knows, but the greatest he, superhero that AEW well, has. I don't think he thinks that. I think he's just trying to appease like a certain demographic, like a certain like he's trying to be, um, somebody that a certain um, part of their audience can attach to the most, and I think that that part of their audience is smaller than he thought. <laughs> like, I feel like. Uh, I don't know. I, w- I would say shout out to all elite Tiffany, who is she's a diehard like Rhodes fan, mm-hmm. regardless of what he does. Yeah. Um, and and she has like she's like the beacon to that Cody Rhodes fan base. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're they're out there. But yeah, you're right. It, it's it's yeah. probably not. I don't I know. Just, like, I, I think the booze are intentional. I think I think Cody knows what he's going for, especially doing the. The reality show i hope and... so i hope that's the case because if it is then that's even better because you can use that and tell a really compelling story right like, uh but but yeah i think all of this it like hopefully it leads to something cool something different I, I need to see which didn't he I come like, out of like i really like cody's method of storytelling with his segments and his matches Mm -hmm. so like him being on tv so little i'm like i get it because he's getting booed and like technically right now he's a baby face so he's not supposed to get booed unless they are kind of doing like the gradual you know they're gonna like start turning him now that they recognize the fan base is kind of against him but uh i don't know we'll see i i I have uh i I mean i think i think if they wanted to if they if they like really wanted to and they because it's hard for like they've paid more attention to less you know what i mean so yeah. like well, for them to the, not take this and use it as a unique storytelling opportunity is a missed opportunity it's i mean there's that part and the other part is malachi black is like really cool and <laughs> newer like i think it's 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 hard to you're not gonna boo him like he's he's just too he's too badass I feel like, like he can do all the healing stuff I feel like he's not doing enough bad shit. You know what I mean? Like if he was doing right. stuff that is objectively immoral, then he might not be as loved. Like people would at least boo him because they're supposed to. This is true. You know what I mean? But he's not really doing that much of that. He's just cutting really badass sounding. He's just he's slick though. But I mean, <laughs> he roundhouse yeah. kicked Arn Anderson. Come on, man. <laughs> Don't yeah, but did you? Right. I was gonna say, did you see Arn Anderson got booed during Cody's entrance? Yeah, it wasn't until Brandy Brandy came out, and then there was kind of like the smattering of like, yeah, 
I also, Aaron Anderson. The booze just got louder the more people came out to help Cody. It's like, oh, here's Cody's entourage. <laughs> right. Aaron uh, Anderson took a spill, too. Oof. He did. He fell. I don't know what. He, he, I don't know. I think he was on the, the he was on the wrong side of the ring. He was like setting himself up for a he spot. Was trying to yeah, he was trying to set himself up, and he was on the wrong side of the ring, so he was trying to go around the corner post. And I don't know what his he was struggling with, but he just lost himself and just took a big ass spill, and everybody, you know, there was this big oh yeah, the Orange Cassidy like oh <laughs> like the real like reaction. I thought, yeah, and I thought at first I thought that was because then they looked like they tried to make it into the storyline, but then they were like, oh no, and then he got back up and then got to his side, then took the fall again. Yeah, and then he fell back down. Yeah, but yeah, oh, that was rough to watch, but I mean, it is what it is, but... Live television, bro. Yeah, live television. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it was, I mean, then that that match was, it was good. It was really good. Um, FTR taking on Sting and Darby Allen, that was huge. I think was was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was. Um, <laughs> FTR doing the like coming out in the NWO God gear. Bless was FTR, just, man, they're yeah. such good sports. Yeah. Like, oh if, man, they made Sting look like a million me, dollars. If you ask me, man, those guys are fucking. They're I don't know. Top tier, I, man. I would. Oh yeah, but like, I don't know. Like me personally, I'm like, damn. Like I feel like there's more to do with those guys than what they've been doing. And I'm just like, fuck, come on. You know, like they're so good. Like, I don't want to be that fucking dude who sounds like a big ass Mark. Like, Oh, they're not using them properly. But, uh, I just feel like there's stuff that's on the table that they haven't gotten to yet. That well, yeah, but would be money. You can't just, I mean, right off the gate, you can't just do that stuff. I mean, the, the, right the good the thing gate, is they've been there for like a year and a half. Well, you know now. what I mean? Like, okay. But like, I mean, they're doing amazing things. They're with the pinnacle. Yeah. And they're they're putting on great. But here's the thing. All they're really doing right now is putting on great tag matches and they're losing most of them. Like the only matches I think they've been winning have been like for a large part, like, you know, dark and elevation matches. Like, like most of the, I feel like, and I could be wrong about this because I'm not, I don't have any stats or analytics in front of me. But when, like, most of the FTR matches I remember watching on Dynamite, they've lost. So it's, and I'd have to, if they're the best uh, team in the world, then I don't know how much they, you know. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Let's let's go to to the All Elite Wrestling website and look at their, uh, look at their stats. Deep down this rabbit hole, Mike? Yeah, any oh, any chance to just kind of go surfing on the internet, you know? Okay. Show. I don't know. I just thought we had other shit to cover. <laughs> yeah, we've got like um, ten minutes left. No shit. No, we'll just look it up. <laughs> yeah. Where's oh, hell? Yeah, there's def like I don't know. They're, 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 no, I think definitely I, not know, a local fucking event for, that happened that we could talk about. But okay. oh yeah, well, I okay. Sorry, I didn't go to that. So yeah, well, <laughs> we did, and it's a local. So we, we, we they're they're eight and two, but they're really they're like six in the tag team rankings. As they're of eight and league. two. Mm-hmm. Behind oh, oh no, that's party. right. Because before they wrestled fucking Sting and Darby, they beat Matt Seidel and uh, and uh, and uh, Dante uh, uh, Martin. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Sorry, I brain farted. But yeah, I it, watched that match. What um, I was gonna say is, I think that man, the, that's crazy. You know, the, the young bucks were holding on to the tag titles for a while, so the 
tag team division wasn't yeah. kind of a priority because the Bucks were wrapped up in the uh, the elite and, and all that stuff beating, going on. They were just and they were the baby yeah. face tag teams. So so I think now that that the Lucha Bros have the tag titles, mm-hmm. you you might see more of an emphasis on the actual Probably. tag team division. Probably. Um, Damn, I so. apologize then for my prior comments. They're eight and two. Yeah, they're eight and two. Why the fuck and that's, do I that's feel like the they've been losing? Website. You've only been watching their losing matches. Maybe they're losing in like different types of matches because it doesn't have any trios listed. I was gonna or... say, yeah, it doesn't have singles records on there. I know because it's the tag ranks. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they don't. Oh, geez, there. That's no, my dog. That's <laughs> maybe, maybe I've just seen them. Have they wrestled a bunch of singles matches on TV? Not really. Yeah, I, I can't remember so. any. Yeah, I don't think so. Weird, weird. I don't know. Maybe they're just like wrestling mostly undercard guys, and that's why I feel like they're leaving stuff on the table. Because yeah, you know, we talk like maybe. obviously Sting and Darby is not an established tag team, and right. Uh, I will say ahead of Dante. ahead of them in the rankings are Private Party, Gun Club. Jurassic Express, mm-hmm. the Bucks, and Lucha Bros. So yeah, they haven't. 2.0, man. Don't don't discount 2.0. They're not on the rankings list yet. Are they not? They, they probably haven't had as many matches. No, no. I mean, they're uh, still relatively been, they've new. They've also lost a lot of their like Rampage yeah. or TV or Dynamite matches because they were feuding with like Moxley and yeah, yeah. yeah. feuding with like huge names. Yeah, um, but, but 2.0 has been awesome, man. They yeah, they're, they're, they've been yeah. Their promos have been great, and they're yeah. They're just... at the point now where like showing out and looking really good in losing efforts does not hurt them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're fine. Yeah, they're gonna be, they they're gonna be like a long like I've, next you know, year is when we're gonna start seeing them really put together some success. Uh, in, I feel like AEW's done a really good job of that. I don't they don't they don't bury people. You know, people don't go on uh, nasty losing streaks to where and then all of a sudden disappear. There's nothing um, exactly. They don't disappear. I think that's the yeah. thing. Is like if you leave a lasting impression of somebody, like you know, just like losing, uh, and then you make a big deal about it, then like you're gonna leave that impression on people. Like I don't know what it is, but in AEW, it's like, you, like yeah, you lost a big match, and yeah, that fucking sucks because God, I really wanted to win that match, and you know, winning and losing is so important, and the records and the rankings, it all you know, it all matters, and. But it also doesn't feel like one loss is the end of the world. You know what I mean? Not the end of your story. No, Whereas you can come back from that. Like with with WWE, it's very story of the week, and it's right. like if you if you lose a couple, two or three in a row, then you just get written off TV, and then you're sitting back and catering, doing nothing. Yeah, and, and AEW like, well, creative doesn't have anything for you, brother. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, because I you think can about go from like you can go from, and I I I thought of this. Um, a while ago, and I don't remember what match it was, but something like uh, about how, because you know, if they're if they're putting someone in a higher profile match, or they're trying to build them for a title challenge or whatever, they'll talk about their record and like streaks, like a streak that they went on. Like somebody could be, um, they could be ten and one, or ten and two, something like that, and they could be on like a five match win streak, a six match win streak, something like that, which is like okay, they weren't obviously building this story you know two or three months ago but in the last like six six weeks four weeks maybe maybe eight weeks you know they were like okay eventually you know we're gonna have this person you know uh in this match against uh 
you know, so-and-so on TV. So we want to build them up for that match. And then kind of like, cause then, you know, it's like, you can, you can still lose. And then they're like, all right, we got to build them up. We got to build them up. So then you go on this little tear and then maybe you lose on, you know, dynamite that week. Shit. Well, you're still 10 and two, 10 and three, you know? Yeah. So like your record still is really good even if you're coming off of a high profile loss. Right. So that helps. So um I think the only half other half of it's kayfabe, so it's really weird to like <laughs> Yeah. Talk yeah. Talking numbers here. Yeah. But they make it important. Mm-hmm. Um you know they they finished off the Wednesday show with the AEW women's title match, uh Britt Baker taking on Ruby Soho. Um, I, I missed a good chunk of this match because my dog was going nuts, as you've heard them during the show. <laughs> it, it happens every once in a while. Um, but, uh, I mean, what I got to see of it, I enjoyed. And then, you know, Britt Baker retained. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but, I mean, that's, again, that's another thing. Like they, a can, couple miscues they can run it back. match somewhere, weren't there? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to. But there, I, there was something that happened in that match that I was like, huh. Like that like, happens every some, once in a while. I think something went wrong there, or yeah, like something I, didn't I, go the way they planned it to, or wanted it to, or something. And like, like they were trying to like communicate as they went, you know, and stay on the same page. And I don't, I don't know. I if think it was like, a turnbuckle spot. If I'm, if I'm remembering, maybe, maybe, yeah. I don't. And I, I mean, they they have some they they have history. They wrestled. I I think it was in Shimmer a long time ago. Maybe I'm wrong. Of years ago. But a long time ago, but you know, which might as well be nothing to be right. the, you know, um, one match. So I mean, years ago is being like, being a while since they've wrestled, like that'll happen sometimes. But like I can forgive that in in AEW when you're you know wrestling different people all the time. Um, I mean, I can forgive it anyways because wrestling's fucking crazy. So it uh, you have to be really really talented to fucking yeah, do. It. I feel so, like people are starting to like. I don't know. I feel like uh. And tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like there's like a portion of sentiment in the online nerd nerd community. Um, you know who I'm talking about—the wrestling fans that nobody likes—that are like <laughs> saying they're like saying shit about how Brit's not like the greatest women's wrestler in the world, so that she shouldn't be world champion or something like that. Which, don't get me wrong, I think that's a load of shit. But. Um, like don't get me wrong she's not the greatest wrestler in the world obviously um but you don't have to be like yeah yeah no like, it's, it's you not, don't have to be that's not you know how it mean? works no yeah no and, no i think and like i don't like don't how old is Britt baker like 26 25 something something like that maybe i don't know maybe a couple years older she's like young right i mean uh, I've not been one to really Google Britt Baker's age until well, now, don't, but I'm don't not get me wrong. I, 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 the reason I thought I have that she's thirty. Oh, she says 30. Google. Okay, says Google. Oh, okay. Um, um, how long has she been wrestling for now? She's been wrestling quite a while now. She yeah. de- it's uh, I say that it says here she debuted in 2015. Has it really only been oh, six there years? There you go. Okay, S- almost seven. Makes, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, because I remember it all out. They the the impression that they kind of put out to me was that there were these three huge names in women's wrestling and Britt Baker was kind of like, all right, this is her first shot on the big stage, like in front of a bigger uh, platform because like 
Britt didn't do a whole lot on like Impact or in Ring of Honor or stuff like that. You know, she'd make appearances, but she didn't never went on like runs, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So like, uh, getting signed to AEW was uh, was by far, I think, the biggest platform or the biggest opportunity in terms of the how wide a scale it was going to be for her. So I think there's a lot of growth that she like is going through or went yeah. through rather when well hell i mean AEW started since, since yeah since AEW started especially oh, i yeah. remember if you take her at the beginning and her now obviously it's night and day because like she won the world title but um like if damn that's crazy she's five years in six years in that's, that's crazy crazy you know what's even like, crazier i mean it takes me back to when kevin and i saw her at all in mm-hmm. when she was in that that uh that fatal four-way match she was three years in she was just three years in okay so so yeah she's still she's still like especially then you're still you're still green like like you're not gonna you know it's just because you're on a high a big stage or a high profile doesn't mean that that means you're one of the best in the world they're gonna try to present you that way obviously uh but you don't like i don't expect Britt Baker to be able to carry anybody through an amazing match. You know what I mean? Right. Like Kenny Omega can lead anybody through a great match. Like, you know, people can say what they want about him and how he wrestles and whatever, but like the dude is solid. He's by, and that's understating it. Because, you know, and and I think the title run has kind of emphasized that where he's in there with a bunch of different people from different places with different styles. And he's, you know, they're always great matches. Um, I don't I don't have Britt Baker in that same light. You know what I mean, like, I don't expect. Her yeah, to I don't need anybody in the women's division through a great match. Yeah, I don't, I don't, and I don't think she had the. You got to taper your expectations. Premium. Kenny Omega has been around like three times as long as Britt Baker, right? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So no, I don't... of course Kenny is gonna be able to do that shit, and of course Britt isn't. Like, come on. Yeah, I, I think that's unrealistic expectations that some it folks is. have. It is. Um, you know, I, I, that's what I, I was trying to get at. Yeah, I think way. her. Thank you. Her character is, especially within AEW, that she's is one her, of the biggest. Yes, that's her strength. Is her fucking you know, character work and her promo? Watch her, watch her entrance. When yes. every time she does the DMD to she's everybody in the crowd, over. Doing it. And yeah. you don't have to be an amazing fucking wrestler who can do anything and everything to be incredibly over. So, y'all, that she's, she's an incredible character. Her. She is part down. of the the she's AEW DNA. Like, no, yeah, like I don't. She is the yeah, most. Yeah, she is by far the most integral piece of the women's division. And that's why Agreed. she's the champ right now. So, yeah. yeah, we have talked a long time about Britt Baker somehow. Yeah. Well, we've talked a long time about AEW, but it was a crazy week. I mean, yeah. as far as rampage, uh, CM Punk took on powerhouse Hobbs and that was a lot of rampage fun. yet. Oh, I'm going to spoil all of it. I haven't seen it. Don't spoil it, man. I, I am jonesing to watch another punk. Match okay. Game. Well then we'll, we'll say, oh. I'll say it was a good show. Of course um, it was. I know it was a good show. But I, you know, <laughs> getting getting to see Adam Cole tag with the uh, or in a trios match with the Bucks. I saw a couple clips like, of that. that looks I fun. can't wait to see. I'm so, I'm so glad Adam Cole's in AEW. Like 
if he had stayed in, in WWE, I'm sure he would have been okay. Over well, I say that with, with the rumor that he was supposed to be, they're going to try to turn him into a he manager for that, I think. I, think uh, I heard I heard something where he was like, "That's not true." <laughs> he he, w- he was informed of that potential plan. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. Um, but yeah, seeing him with the Bucks, what and and just the history that they have, like that was that's a lot of fun. So, um, okay, so out of fairness to Dallas, we will not spoil the rest of. Uh, we can talk Rampage. about it, and I can talk about how much I look forward to watching it. <laughs> that it's three days removed. Well, I, you know what? <laughs> I think we're we're running out of time. Um, yeah. So I, I think I'll take this opportunity to ask you guys. Uh, you both went to the uh, DWF show on Saturday, uh, which was their yes. debut. Uh, the Dynamic Wrestling Federation event. Yeah, the debut event. Um, all out so i didn't get a chance to go um so i guess i'll just kind of leave it to you guys to just kind of share how your experiences were seeing uh, a new promotion here in kansas city uh it was good i was the first one to get there uh it was (laughs) like no because dallas i think you missed like what was it the first match or first i walked in uh as the first match was going on okay yeah. Yeah. So it was it was a good time. Uh, it was really it felt very reminiscent of NWL. In fact, like in the part of like a lot of the staff uh, were former NWL people. Uh, ben Miller was doing announcing for the night. So that was really cool to see Ben again. Uh, yeah. And it was it was a good vibe. Uh, it was it was in this place called the Camelot Ballroom uh, It's way south Overland Park. Uh, but man, I mean, it was a nice room. It kind of reminded me of like, like was that places that NWL used to run, like the Abdallah Shrine, and it it had a, it had a really nice room. The room was, I mean, that's they sold over two hundred tickets, I believe. I mean, there's a lot of people there, and the the vibe was really, it was the the energy all night was really positive. Uh, it was a good time, man. Great matches. I mean, we had some stuff. I mean, they opened the show with Jeremy Wyatt uh, taking on, uh, Wing. Yeah, it's the Red Wing. Yeah, I'm, it's, yep. I keep forgetting that because I haven't seen Red Wing in so many years. Yeah. Uh, and it's, so it's been so long. But yeah, Red Wing, it was good to see him again. And I almost thought Jeremy Wyatt was going to lose in the first round, to be honest, uh, just because of the way like Red Wing was just tossing him about. And uh, but Jeremy unit. Yeah. And so it was a whole it was a whole ra- it was a tournament night. So the, there was uh, multiple rounds. And then the, you had a finals that night. Yeah, it was a one night tournament. Yeah, so I mean, all I'm not going to go through every match, but it was a, it was a fun night. Daniel Maccabi was there. I got to see him wrestle twice, and man, the dude's awesome to watch. Uh, I really, it was a treat to see him. I hope he gets to come back soon. Yep. Um, they had a lot of our Casey faithful there. Uh, you had, you know, Jeremy Wyatt. You had Devin Thomas, which I haven't seen in a while. Uh, although he's not from Casey natively, is he? Or no. He's from like uh, Nebraska or something. The, yeah, he's up in Nebraska. Yeah, but then uh, just like yeah, I mean, the, I was excited to see them again. Um, Me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I um I saw Durden for the first time since COVID. Hey, Jake Durden. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I and I just fucking I told him I was like, God, it's good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, I, I missed because you know, uh, having shared experiences obviously with all of them basically raising me in this business uh yeah <laughs> uh, it was good to see everybody um 
kind of like well not everybody but most everybody um all in the same place again uh just kind of doing their thing you know Mm -hmm. in front of a really good crowd that was like that was just wanted to have fun and uh have a good time and enjoy the show Mm -hmm. like a lot of kids that were having a good time one of them i think recognized me yeah that was adorable they yeah they handed me uh they went and bought me a one dollar water uh and, and said nothing and just handed it to me and i was like oh thanks and then i was like i think i think he recognized me i was like i don't know why else he would have like kept looking back at me and yeah. pointed at me and brought me a water but uh that was but, awesome yeah, he was cool um yeah man they had like the venue looked great their setup looked great um the wrestling was great obviously mm-hmm. um they had a i think there was there had to have been at least 250 you know yeah it was uh, a big room like i said there was a lot of people overland there park yeah overland park's a great place to to put on um shows like that mm-hmm. for sure uh jimmy uh, hart was yeah. there the mouth jimmy of the hart south there. <laughs> yeah. jimmy hart jimmy hart got involved and he uh he you beat up roscoe skill yeah he beat up roscoe <laughs> i think he Good used idea. the the speaker on him he did he hit him with the megaphone uh that was that was something <laughs> man uh yeah that was uh it was a good time yeah i agree i I look forward to what they uh bring next Uh, i think they did they mention a date for our next show i i didn't catch Uh, it if so i heard november november cool i think think their plan is to go every other month good is what i was told yeah and like i said props to the people who put it together uh it was it was a it was a very easy event to get in and out of uh like i said it, it i thought it ran well it was very reminiscent of the nwl days uh, like I said, good crowd, good vibes. Uh, I hope to see more of it, and I hope to see more work for the local KC guys. You know, now you got two federations going on right now in in Kansas City area, and it's or two major, I will say, promotions. And, yeah, and two two that look like they're going to uh, be around for at least a little bit. Yeah, and, you know, because obviously everybody said the same shit about the NWL, and look what happened to that. Yeah, so nothing's guaranteed. Um, sure. But, but they did have one hell of a first night uh, about as well as a first night as I think any can go. Yeah. Uh, and I think like I would, I would lead to, I would be led to assume that they're going to tr- make an effort as well as journey to not have conflicting schedules, mm-hmm. uh, whether they're running on different, uh, whether, because obviously if DWF is only going to run once every other month, then I think the one, the, the times they are running, they're going to make an expressed effort not to run the same uh, day or maybe even weekend that Journey does. So mm-hmm. I don't like I, I, this is just assumptions, uh, but I would I would be led to assume that uh, that won't be a problem. Yeah, be good. Like I said, more wrestling for the Kansas City audience. And more uh, work for the wrestlers. So it's going to be awesome, man. That means you're going to see more newer wrestlers getting work. Uh, you're going to see, like, it's some amazing stuff, man. But like I said, having I having so. two good promotions going on in Kansas City is going to be great for everyone, I believe. So I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah. But overall, yeah, Absolutely. catch their next show whenever DWF is back and follow them. Jeremy Wyatt, by the way, is your new DWF champion. He ended up winning the tournament. So, Yeah. 
no surprise there, but kind of. I was going to say, yeah. Seems <laughs> like, as if he's just, you know, desperate for belts. Well, the finals were Devin Thomas versus Jeremy Wyatt, and it really felt like they set up Devin Thomas to kind of really be the underdog in this. Yeah, um, Devin got his fucking ass beat by Durden. Yeah, Durden beat his ass after the match, so he basically came into it pretty injured. So it is what it is. But Devin, Devin had a lot of heart. Devin Thomas killed it, though, man. Um, Devin Thomas is, oh, he's a machine. He is, man. A strong, fast, athletic, mamma, I don't know. Bad mamma jamma. He is a, sure, (laughs) yeah. I I was just trying to think of more uh, ways to describe him while inevitably falling short because that dude can do, like, anything. Yeah, seriously. Him versus Jeremy Wyatt is something we need to see more of and more promotions. I feel like every time he ends up wrestling Jeremy Wyatt, that's what people say. Because <laughs> that's what people said after he wrestled Wyatt in Journey. Yeah. Was, well, man, we need to see more of those guys. Because it's legit. I don't know what, I think those two is just one of those things where you put them together and it's it's just solid gold every time. Mm-hmm. I think They've worked with each other enough to know. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that's just one of those connections that is just can't miss. Yeah, agreed. Well, that's good to hear. I'm, I'm I'm sorry I missed it, but uh, you know maybe I'll have to take in the next one. Catch the next one, man. So yeah, looking forward to it. Um, with that, I think our cup have runneth over, so I think we will <laughs> get ourselves out of here. Um, trying to think. Uh, Journey Pro is starting to make announcements about their October show. It's going to be spoopy. Not, they haven't made announcements, but they're they're starting spoopy. to tease. So hopefully by the next episode what we'll is, have a little bit more to spoopy? talk about. It's so spoopy. What is spooky? It's it's uh it's it's what the internet kids say is spooky, Dallas. Why don't they just say spooky? Because it's spooky. They're internet kids. What yeah, is man. wrong with spooky? Man, that's so. That's spooky so, is a real that's word. A, that's, that's so 2018. <laughs> that's I'm. I'm gonna turn into old man yelling at clouds, and I am well, the youngest guy on young the podcast. Yeah. I know. You know what? I am too young for is, that. Apparently, and Kevin, you'll have to speak to this better than I, because I'm not a big horror movie buff. But like Michael Myers is like a like a kid favorite mascot hero, whatever you want to call it. Like I saw a video on Twitter today of, of a mom, her like three year old kid wanted uh, Michael Myers at her birthday party. Oh yeah, and I remember so, that. That was a good video. Yeah, so they they hit the yeah Michael Myers was their. Like little kids' guest of honor at at her birthday party. Kids are messed up. Well, in terms (laughs) of like those slasher uh, icons, I mean, he is right now the most in the spotlight because of the recent movies. So I could see that. Yeah. Because there hasn't been a a Friday the 13 in 11 years, and there hasn't been a uh, Nightmare on Elm Street in just about about 2000. What was that? 2007. 2008 so yeah uh, i'm gonna have to take your word for it yeah i have no fucking idea so. i'm not one of those people that's like oh the halloween season and horror movies are my life and it's a good kevin impression i was gonna say really just doing like ripping kevin to no it's not a because it's not a shot because there's plenty of cool people that that's their thing you know like shotzi and kevin and like that's great Enjoy what you enjoy. Just us do too. What makes you happy. But I don't <laughs> I'm in know. good company. I, I personally. Kevin, yeah, I was going to say that's hey, the best company you'll you ever two, be in. So you two it. are the exceptions to the rule because most of the, I, well, 
I just pissed somebody off. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. He's old man yelling at clouds again. That's just, that's just, I don't, of all the movie genres, if you're going to pick, to me, it's weird to like pick one genre and be like, this is my thing because movies have always been my thing. I don't, you know, specify, but the one like horror movies are my country music. <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah, it does. No, that that's a terrible take, but sense. yeah, it makes sense. Okay. I, I, yeah. I'm I with just you. can't get I'm into them. That. There's, they're just not, they don't hit it for me. Like, which is weird because I actually don't mind country music, but horror movies for me are just, <laughs> they don't the, do it. Man. The problem with you. And I've seen a lot of them because my sister and my brother are both super into them. But are you just too scared? Do they, do they make a jump no, or it's the opposite? It's, I know that that's all that they're really trying to do. So like it all is just, so are you the guy that yells at the screen? This is fake. This is no. phony. <laughs> No, I dude. I hate okay. to tell you this. So, movies are predetermined. I have, I have a question. I don't. And this, I swear, this is not going to get into too long of a tangent. Is Get Out? Did you guys see Get Out? Yeah, of course. The, okay, is Get Out a horror movie? I would say psychologically horror. It's like psychological. Okay. See, the thing is, horror okay. is like heavy metal. You could say you're into horror, but there's so many different subgenres to horror. Just like metal. To where it's okay. such a it's such a kind of a paintbrush when you say you're into horror. So I think fans of real like fans the of horror genre like, of the subgenre. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be like I like uh, you know like I like okay. suspense horror you know with well, a little porn you know TNA porn. So, so Katie wanted to take Katie really wanted me to go see Get Out right. So I went and I saw it having known absolutely nothing going into it. Okay. I predicted every single thing that happened in that movie. I looked at Katie and I said, they're going to auction him off. Like, you know, somebody's going to try to buy him and they're going to do this weird, like thing where they put the white people's souls into the black people's bodies and stuff. And I was right. Mm -hmm. Like vaguely, you know what I mean? Spoiler alert, by the way, for people who haven't seen a five year old movie, if you haven't seen get out by now, like you're not going to be, but like, and I don't know to me that epitomizes horror movies is they're, either predictable or they don't like in terms of their plot and their characters there's like no real depth whatsoever yeah and there's and like all the tropes and stuff i like don't get me wrong i like the mcu so i get it movies have movies like certain movies have tropes right Mm -hmm. there's 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 reasons for that horror movie tropes don't do it for me because to me Horror movie tropes aren't there because they, like, necessarily work. They're there because nobody could think of anything better. Like, they all, like, like the fucking stereotype that they all start with a sex scene with two teenage kids or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, like that to me is just, like, you couldn't think of anything better. Or they, like, they always have the hot girl who either is the main protagonist or, you know, like she lasts till the end and then there's another one that dies, you know, like that, <laughs> that just it doesn't do it for me, man. OK, it just doesn't. I don't know. Like, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this to bash, even though my tone totally sounded like it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna it, say. it was more of a it was more of it a just a, me you know, it really grinds my, my gears. <laughs> it was me trying to defend my position because I know tons of people, uh, if they heard about it, would 
would obliterate me and be like, what are you talking about? Horror movies are so great. You just don't understand. <laughs> All right. I'll get off the soapbox because we've already gone over on. Yeah, you've argued with yourself for the last ten minutes. Well, yeah, really you've been have. going. On, I've, I've got, I've got dogs that are playing and I like know, barking like, and fighting next to me. Mike was just like me. on his phone, like doing something else. And I was just <laughs> well, like, you know I, I was. You guys are gonna let me monologue? I'll monologue. Yeah, I no, was like, out. I'm not Sh- gonna try to change your mind. No, I just want. I just want to shout out to our fans, uh, uh, John, especially. There, they were tagging us on Facebook about uh, trying to get a Gary J match uh, happening at Journey Pro. <laughs> Yeah, I still got the dogs back here. So I think with that we're gonna, yeah, with that I think we're gonna get out of here. So um, yeah, hopefully we'll have more Journey Pro news next week. And uh, I I don't know AEW wise what's coming up. So yeah, I don't know what next week's gonna have in store for us. So party time. Yeah, looking forward to. so with that, uh, fellas, I guess anything you got your parting shots out. So I think nope, we're, we're I'm good. good. Here. Yeah, Everything yeah. Is off my <laughs> chest. And if something else gets on my chest and I have to get it off, we're going to be here a while. So let's just wrap it. I'm just excited about the potential of you and Kevin fighting over horror movies. <laughs> I'm not fighting with him because I I mean, like if he's not into it, he's not into it. I'm not here to convert people into well, horror I'll, movies. I'll talk about it for fun, even though I sound like I actually get mad. I promise I'm not. Yeah. Um, I just, I just am really bad at my tone, but um, it's, but yeah, I'll talk about it just to have fun, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it be what it be. Enjoy, <laughs> like what you like, okay? Yeah. I don't think any be- less of you. I don't think any less of you for doing that, okay? We can, we can defer <laughs> on opinions and preferences, okay? That's allowed. That's. I'll still, I'll still like you. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. I appreciate it. All right, <laughs> folks. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us. Uh, God bless you if you're still listening to us. Uh, we will see Sorry, you next guys. week. And as always, <laughs> later, nerds. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.